in today's training, I am going to be sharing with you guys the three levers that if you were to pull these levers, you will be able to make at least $100,000 in your business this year. Number three is probably one of the most important parts of all of this three-step formula that I'm gonna give you guys today. If you can obviously get one, two, and three, that's awesome, but three alone is going to revolutionize everything, okay? Are you guys ready for this? If you're ready, drop some fire emojis in the comments. What are these three levers that every person can pull in their business in order to begin to unlock that $100,000 and beyond? Come with me here to the board and let's start talking about it, okay? I'm just gonna say three levers to pull to make your first or your next. Hundred K. How many of you guys and gals would like to make a hundred K this year? If that's you, just drop it in the comments. Say, that's me, that's me. If you'd like to make a hundred K in your business this year, say, that's me. What are the three levers that you need to pull in order to do that. Number one, you need to pull the lever called having an amazing offer. Now what I'm gonna do today, guys, in the training is I'm gonna first start with sharing all three of these levers with you, okay? And then I'm gonna take a few moments to break down each individual piece of this puzzle. So the first thing you really have to understand is you need an amazing offer, okay? That's the first one. Number two, you need to really start getting a grasp on what is marketing, how can I become a better marketer? You need to learn marketing, okay? What good is your offer if nobody knows that it even exists? The first thing you gotta do, you gotta have a really amazing offer. Second thing, you gotta really start getting good at marketing. Some of you guys and gals, you're already good at marketing, you're just not comfortable with marketing, right? Some of you guys are like, well, if I'm sitting across the table having a coffee with my friend, I have no problem talking about this incredible thing that I'm working on, but when it comes to posting on social media or talking to random strangers, I get a little uncomfortable. You need to start becoming comfortable with marketing. And lever number three, let's talk about it. Okay, and the third thing that you can do to make 100K this year, if you do all of these in sequence, like I'm gonna show you, it's gonna work, okay? Sales. Guys, it is literally this simple. These three levers, if you pull these things correctly in your business, if you have a fantastic offer, if you market that offer, and then the people who come in and discover about your offer, you know, they, they go, wow, this is cool because you marketed to them. And then if you can actually say, hey, here's why this offer is right for you. Would you like to exchange value with me? I'll provide this offer, you provide money, and then we'll start working together. That's sales, right? If you can do those three things, guys, a lot of people, especially when they're new in their business journey, new in their entrepreneurial journey, they have these ideas like, I gotta do this and I have to do that and I have to figure this thing out and go over here and I have to have a team and I have to you know, have a staff and I have to run ads. All of this stuff is cool. If you could just have a killer offer, become even 
50% better at marketing than you are now and become okay with the idea of selling to people and exchanging value with them, you are absolutely gonna crush more than 90% of people out there who are trying to start their business. Let's take these three concepts and now let's take a few moments with each of them and break them down because whenever you begin to discover the concept of having an irresistible offer and how to market and then how to close deals and sell, bringing these three things together, it's gonna help you crush this year, okay? Let's get to it, guys. So the first thing we wanna break down is let's talk about your offer. So what is an offer? An offer is a product or service that solves a problem for your market. Probably like a lot of you guys and gals, uh, I didn't grow up with a lot of money. I didn't grow up with a lot of financial literacy. Um, and you know, so the idea growing up was you gotta get a job, which nothing wrong with jobs, right? Uh, but the, the idea to like make more money was like, well, if you have a job and you need to make more money, you should try to become a manager somewhere or try to climb the ladder and, you know, do it that way. And I just, like many of you guys and gals watching, I just didn't understand how money worked, right? Now what my wife and I are doing is we are training our kids to begin to have financial literacy. So if you walk up to one of my kids and you go, hey, how do you make money? The, the response from all three of my kids, whether it's from my 14-year-old teenage daughter or my six-year-old son, the response is the same from all of them. Hey, if you wanna make money, what do you have to do? And all of their response is, you need to solve problems for people. And then I always ask them a secondary question and I say, what if you wanted to make more money? Then their response is, well, then you need to solve a bigger problem. The power of an offer here that we're talking about today, guys, is that an offer is a product or service that solves a problem for your market. Don't overcomplicate this, okay? Let me break this down for you here real quick. Now, can your offer be a service? Sure, but the only problem with that is that if your offer is a service, now you've connected your time to your dollar. Let's go to the board. Let me break this down for you, okay? So let's look at an offer that's a service versus an offer that's a product. And in our case, a digital product, okay? So how does this work? Now, let's say your, let's say your offer is you mow lawns. Okay, now thank God for this service because I have a company that you know services my lawn and it's awesome. Um, but here's the problem. When you're selling a service as your offer, now your time is connected to this. So here's the punchline. What if somehow your offer goes viral and 47 neighbors tell each other, oh, he's the best or she's the best at this lawn mowing service and everybody wants their lawn mowed tomorrow, right? So what's gonna happen now? All of a sudden you can't fulfill because your offer was a service, meaning your offer was actually your time. Drop some fire emojis in the comments if you guys are tracking with me, okay? 
Why is it better to provide a product, and again, in our case, a digital product, as an offer? Because let's say your product or your offer is a course, right? Let's take the same exact scenario, and y'all have to forgive my handwriting, I just saw it looks really bad. Let's take the same exact scenario. Let's say that you become the queen or the king of, I'm the best at um, whatever, homeschooling, or I'm the best at songwriting, or you know, one of the best, or I'm someone who loves to teach people how to do whatever, at-home births, or how to do handstands, or whatever the thing is that you, that you sell in your digital product, and your course is around that thing. Let's say you have the best course for that specific market and same exact scenario, 47 friends go, oh, he's got the best course on XYZ or she's got the best course on XYZ. Well, all 47 of those people could purchase your course and the beautiful thing about having your offer being a digital product, number one, you don't have to have inventory, right? Number two, you don't have to have a brick and mortar Number three, you don't even have to have a staff when you're first starting out. All 47 of those people could buy your course and guess what you could be doing? <whistles> Chilling in the bed, sleeping, whatever it is. Unlike the mow the lawn offer where it's like 47 people want you to mow their lawn tomorrow, now you can't do it. You just physically can't do it. So my suggestion to you guys and gals is put together a fire offer for your market that solves a problem for them and do it in the form of a digital product or here in just a moment, I'm gonna share with you, or digital products that you stack together, okay? So before I, I get into that, I wanna share a story with you guys. So I've, I've got a buddy, him and his wife, just four years ago, okay, they, they were pastors um, at a wonderful church and, uh, but unfortunately, like a lot of ministry people, um, they were struggling to make ends meet, right? And the church that they were serving at, it was a smaller church, so they weren't able to, to afford to pay them uh, a salary, even just to support a small family with, you know, two or three kids, okay? So in order to make ends meet, not only were they serving at the church, but now he was driving Uber every single night just to try to like, scrape on by, okay? Well, they learned how to put together an offer, okay? They learned what an offer was, okay, a product or a service that solves a problem for your market. So they said, okay, let's choose a market to serve. So they did. And then they said, let's put together an offer that we can offer to people and hopefully exchange value with them. And so they put it all together they put together a, a little training with about uh, like 10 people. I think it was even less than that, but let's just say 10 people in, in a room. And they gathered everybody together. They did like a, a mini seminar for everybody, training them on their specific niche. And guys, that day, they made an offer. I need at least five people in the comments to drop these words. Make an offer. Okay, and then I need another five people to drop these words in the comments. An offer you don't make is an offer they can't take. 
An offer you don't make is an offer they can't take. So my friends, they did this mini seminar with like 10 people in the room. And then they said, hey guys, if you really like this, we would love to make an offer to you guys. Here is our product, here's our service that can solve a problem for you. Boom, they dropped that offer. And guys, they made $100,000 in an hour. In one hour. That's the power of having a phenomenal offer. If you're taking notes, write this down. There are good offers, and then there are great offers, but then there are irresistible offers. I need you guys and gals to really wrap your head around. I need you guys to do some think work when it comes to your market that you wanna serve, okay? You gotta sit down and think and go, okay, What's a fantastic way that I can serve this market? What's, what's a, a sticking out like a sore thumb problem that the market has that I can create an offer and specifically in our case, again, that is centered around digital products, maybe you know four, five, six, seven courses together and then uh, a weekly training or, you know, the five, six, seven courses, your ebook and a weekly training, something like that. How can I provide value to the market to solve their problem and make it so awesome, this is what an irresistible offer is, make it so awesome that the people feel stupid telling me no. You know you have an amazing, irresistible offer when the person just feels like, man, it would be dumb if we didn't do that. How many of you guys and gals have done that before, right? Like you've been talking to a spouse or just thinking about it in your own heart and thinking to yourself or saying it out loud to a friend or a spouse, man, we'd be dumb if we didn't. How many of y'all done that before, right? The reason why you did that is because if it was an offer, it was probably an irresistible offer. That's the kind of offer you want to put together to solve a problem for your market, let me give you a, a very quick analogy here and break down the difference between a good offer, a great offer, and an irresistible offer. Drop some fire emojis in the comments if you guys are getting value, okay? So check this out. So this is gonna be our good offer. And let's say you are in the market, I'm just making this up. Let's say you're in the market for a new car, okay? And let's say it is, um, I don't know, what's a, drop some, some of your favorite cars, or drop your dream car, drop your dream car, Tesla, thank you. Let's say it's a brand new Tesla, uh, what's a nice one, Model X? Okay, so it's a brand new Tesla Model X, let's say it's 90K, okay? And don't for a minute watch this training and go, 90K for a car? No, 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 you should be going, yeah, yeah. When I get my 100K year, my 100K month, my 100K day, 90K ain't gonna be nothing for a car, okay? So let's say this, you know, this is a pretty good offer. Teslas are pretty nice, right? It'd be a pretty cool offer. That's a good offer because they're, they're great vehicles, but let's talk about a great offer. A great offer would be the Tesla and they're also going to throw in a one year uh, free oil change. But let's say the price is still 
$90,000. Let me ask you a question. It's not a trick question. Which one of these offers is better, okay? Would you rather pay 90K for just the car or would you rather pay 90K for the car and a one-year oil change service slash whatever, charging service, whatever Tesla does? The answer is obvious. You would absolutely take this offer. Why? Because it's a better offer. But here's what an irresistible offer looks like, okay? An irresistible offer would be the Tesla with the one year maintenance or whatever it is, free maintenance, okay? And we'll throw in a free vacation to Hawaii, right? So let me ask you guys and gals a question, okay? And then the price would still be 90K. So this dealership is selling just the car for 90. This one's selling the car and the one year maintenance, you know, blah, blah, blah for 90. This dealership is selling the same exact car with the same exact warranty, but now you can also get a free vacation to Hawaii. Which offer would you take? It's obvious, right? You would take the third one, why? Because that is an irresistible offer. And it's like, man, I was gonna buy the car anyway. I might as well get a, a free one year maintenance and I might as well get a free vacation because if I went to that dealership, I would have paid the same price and not got any of the freebies, right? That's what it looks like when you put together your irresistible offer. Now, here's one caveat. And if you're taking notes, write this down. More isn't always better faster results is always better. So yes, you wanna stack it good. You wanna make the offer irresistible, but you don't wanna be like, well, I have, you know, 63 training programs. I have, you know, 1900 eBooks. I have, it's not necessarily loading it up. It's just what is going to get them the fastest results? How can you stack your offer to get together to get them the fastest results? That my friend, is an irresistible offer. Again, one more time, I need at least five people in the comments drop these words. An offer you don't make is an offer they can't take. Hey, I really hope that you're enjoying the video. I wanna invite you guys. I have recently created a free training teaching people how to make money online. My students are literally making anywhere from five to $10,000 a month. And some of them even make hundreds of thousands of dollars, not in a year, but in a single day. If you want more information on how you can get started, all you need is a phone and a laptop. You can go to digitalproductacademy.org or you can click the link below in the description. Guys, after you watch the free training, if it sounds like it might be something cool for you to check out, you can book a free call with one of my client success coaches and they'll be able to help you more. Now, back to the video. So obviously the first lever you have to pull, you have to have a great irresistible offer. The second lever that you've got to pull is you've got to become okay with marketing. And I wrote down this definition of marketing, okay? I say that marketing is the art, and I would say it actually is an art. The art, the art of consistently and accurately communicating the value of your offer to your market. Now there's some key words in here I want to, to point out to you right quick. So number one, I would say, I, I put this because I do believe that marketing 
is an art, right? The best marketers are the ones who market to you and you don't even feel like you've been marketed to, right? So there's an art to that. That comes with time, that comes with practice. But watch this. It's not just an art. You also have to be consistent and you have to accurately articulate the value of your offer to your market, okay? For instance, there's this really, uh, really great training on YouTube. You can, you can check it out later. But there's a marketer named Russell Brunson. And he, in this training, he holds up his phone like this and he goes, how many of you guys would buy my phone right now for $1 million? There's probably like 500 people in the crowd. Who wants this phone? Only $1 million. And everyone's like, no way, bro. I can get one of those for 1200 bucks, right? But then what he begins to do, is he goes, okay, okay, I, I hear you. You may not want it for a million bucks. I get it. But what if I told you on this phone, every single course on business, on sales, on marketing, on funnels, every single one of those courses I, I have purchased over the years, I've invested well over a million dollars into all of these courses. I put this on the phone. Not only that, I have the numbers for people like Tony Robbins and Grant Cardone and have all of this crazy network worth of people, all of their personal cell phone numbers on this phone. And I have the login for my business bank account that if you were to purchase this phone from me, you'd get access to. You see what I'm saying? What is he doing? He's beginning to paint the value of the offer. Me and you at face value, we just see an iPhone like, what? I don't want that for a million bucks. I can get one for 1200 bucks. Why would I pay a million? Every single one of us in our market, there are five, 10, 20, 100 others out there selling the exact same thing as you. So when you're like, hey guys, buy my course, it's only a thousand bucks. Don't do it like that because you're not doing it artistically. You're not doing it creatively. You're not accurately communicating the value of why they should take you up on your offer. So when you begin to paint the value, articulating it and doing that consistently over time, then people are going to be like, wow, well, that person seems more passionate or this offer seems better than that one. And honestly, your offer may not even be better than the guys or the gals down the street. It's just you articulately communicated the value better in an artistic way, more consistently. So that's what you've got to do with your offer. If you're taking notes, write this down. If they don't know you, they can't flow you. You may have heard me say that before. I believe uh, it was Grant Cardone who said that. At least that was the first place I heard it. If they don't know you, they can't flow you. Okay, again, if you're taking notes, write this down. The best known always beats the best product. The best known always beats the best product. What does that mean? Let me ask you a question. In your opinion, does McDonald's make the best burger you've ever had in your life? No or no? <laughs> Which one? Of course not, right? Does Starbucks make the best cup of coffee you've ever had in your entire life? No or no, which one, right? It's no, but why are they crushing everybody else? It's because Starbucks 
is the best known coffee shop. McDonald's is the best known burger shop. That's what marketing has to do for you, your offer, your business. You've got to get known. And listen, I know there are a lot of Christians here uh, watching the training today, okay? This whole idea of being nameless and faceless, can I just put this out there for you guys? I wanna submit something to you. It's not biblical. You can't find me one verse where it talks about being nameless and faceless. How many parents are watching on the trainer today? Just wave at me, parents. You hear? How sad would it be if your child didn't have a name and they didn't have a precious little face that you could adore? How much better is our father in heaven? He's this whole idea of like, oh no, you know, just, just be hidden. Don't talk to anybody, blah, blah, blah. God has given us names and faces. Why? So that we can arise and shine for our light has come so that we can uh, let our light so shine before men that they would see our good works and glorify our father in heaven. So you've got to get known, man. You've got to get your offer known. You have to artistically and consistently and accurately communicate the value of this offer to people because the punchline is this, guys. There are people right now who need what you have, but they, they are not being helped because you aren't telling them about it. You're not marketing to them, okay? Real quick analogy, and then we're gonna move on to sales. But let me show you this, okay? Here's what marketing is. Let's say down here, actually, let me do that better. Let's say this bucket right here is where you actually make a sale, okay? Marketing is, oops, marketing is getting people into your ecosystem so that hopefully you can move on to the next step, which we're gonna talk about in a minute, but hopefully you can make a sale. Here's the problem that a lot of people do in their marketing, okay? They tell, three, four people about it. Hey guys, I've got this thing. You know what I'm saying? It's really cool. Maybe you should check it out. Maybe you shouldn't. It's up to you, whatever. Every single one of us in our marketing, we have holes in our marketing. What does that mean? Somebody's busy. Oh, I forgot. Oh, my kid got sick. Oh man, I really love you, girl. I really love you, bro, but I've got to run. I can't do this. So what happens is a lot of time the people that we tell, they fall through these cracks. Not necessarily because they don't like you. Sometimes they just straight up don't like you and they tell you no, okay? But inevitably, you're gonna have people fall through the cracks and like, man, I told some people about it, but I didn't make any sales at all. So boo-hoo, this isn't for me. Maybe business isn't gonna work. That's not the case. The power of marketing or telling people or articulating the value of your product to people is this, you've got to put in more volume. I need at least 10 people in the comments, write these words, more volume. So let's consider this, okay? What if instead of telling only three or four people, what if you now told 100 people? What if you told 
500 people. What if you started telling people, what if you told 1,000 people about your offer? Now, the same thing is true, okay? Inevitably, people are going to fall through the cracks because life is busy and they forgot and the kid got sick and eh, not, right now is not the right time. But guess what? Because you told more people about the offer, logically, you're just going to make more sales. Even with people falling through the cracks of life telling you no, more volume is always going to equal more sales. So guys, you have got to start becoming okay with the idea of sharing the good thing that you have to offer to your market that will solve a big problem for them. You've got to start getting okay with telling people about it. Because if you don't, if they don't know you, they can't flow you. If they don't know that your opportunity exists, there's no way for them to pay you. And let's move on to the third lever here. Drop some fire emojis if you guys are getting value today, okay? Now the third, the third lever here, this one is incredible. This one is like the, in my opinion, it's like the holy grail of business. It's sales, okay? Now what is sales? My definition of sales the exchange of value in the form of a product or service in return for money. Pretty straightforward, okay? What is selling? Selling is value exchange. It's exchanging value with people, understanding that the thing that God has put on the inside of you is good and you should sell that good thing to people. In fact, if you're taking notes, write this verse down for reference later, okay? Proverbs eleven twenty six. it literally says this. He who withholds the grain a curse shall be upon him. But he who sells it, a blessing shall follow. It is my conviction that if God has put something good on the inside of you, the way that God has set up the economy in the world is God says, look, I've put something amazing on the inside of you. It's a way for you to exchange value with other people, okay? And the way that you are gonna be helped and they are gonna be helped is if you offer this good thing to somebody else, offer to exchange value, you give them the product or service, they give you money. I was in Israel a few years ago and we were having Shabbat dinner. I was up on uh, this beautiful uh, rooftop and to my surprise, I was there with a bunch of like wealthy Jewish businessmen and businesswomen. I was like, whoa, this is crazy. And they set me across the table from this amazing Jewish billionaire who had like crazy, crazy companies. And I was just like shocked, like, oh my gosh, I get to sit by him. This is nuts. And so 
I decided I'm going to be a little bullish, a little bold, maybe even a little selfish. And I'm going to ask him some questions about money. Like, why wouldn't I? Right. So we're there having dinner. We're talking and stuff. And I said, listen, man, can I ask you a question? I said, obviously, there is a covenant that God has made with the Jewish people that he's going to bless them. But in your opinion, besides the, the spiritual element of that, is there a practical thing that you've seen why Jewish people are just so blessed when it comes to finances? finances? Traditionally, right? It's not a blanket statement, but a lot of them are super, super blessed financially. Why is that? He looked at me like I like didn't know what I was talking about because I didn't. He looks at me and he goes, brother, it's because we are obsessed with value exchange. Now, that was my Jewish accent. Thank you very much. But he says, it's because we Jewish people are obsessed with exchanging value. And I said, wow, that's interesting. I said, would you mind like talk, talking to me about that more? Like, what, what do you mean? And he said, we understand that when we become obsessed with serving people, helping people, and sowing value into the marketplace, when we become obsessed with that, we are sowing value into, the, into people's lives, into the marketplace by helping them. It's inevitable that the more value we sow into the market, the more money we are going to reap. It's a simple exchange of value. And guys, that's what sales is all about. Don't talk to me and say, Oh man, I, I want to be an entrepreneur. I want to start my business, but you know, sales is like, ugh, that's like sleazy. You're only saying that because you've had bad sales experiences, just like all of us have. But listen, if you're not okay with sales, you definitely should not be in business, period. Because if you're taking notes, write this down. Sales is the heartbeat of your business. And cash is the blood flow. And the punchline is, is if the heart doesn't beat, then the blood won't flow to other parts of your business and keep everything alive. You've got to begin to understand that selling is good because selling is serving. A lot of people think selling is bad because they've had bad sales experiences, but the punchline is this. Every single one of us, we've all had bad sales experiences and we remember those and we're like, ugh, sales is gross and weird. Th those moments are gross and weird, but every single one of us has also had good sales experiences. And here's how you can tell whenever the experience of sales is good. When you can't stop talking to your friends or your spouse or whoever about the thing that you just bought. I understand that if we exchange value by me teaching and serving and helping you in your business and you exchange value with me by paying me, both of our lives are going to be way better for it. And now put yourself on the flip side, you need to begin to understand that when you make an offer and you market and then you sell to the people who are interested, you're going to exchange the good value that God has put in you with your clients. And when they pay you money for the good thing that you've given to them, your life is going to be better and their life is going to be better. Guys, selling is good because selling is serving. Someone asked me recently, like, Rick, do you believe God wants everyone to be rich? 
Are you one of those prosperity gospel people? And I said, well, first of all, I'm not a poverty gospel person. That's for sure. Because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, right? And that's all poverty brings. That's what Proverbs says, is death and destruction. So I'm definitely not a poverty gospel. I mean, the good news wouldn't be good if it's all about poverty, lack, scarcity. So do I believe God wants every person to be rich? I believe God wants us to become obsessed with helping as many people as possible, taking the good thing that he's put in us and serving and helping as many people as humanly possible that we can in the form of sales, because when we do, both lives are blessed. How many of you guys and gals have ordered Amazon in the past two weeks? Wave at me, right? Most everybody here. How many, okay, I'm gonna get real cheeky with it. How many of you guys and gals have ordered Amazon in the past week? Wave at me, right? How many of you guys and gals have ordered Amazon in the past three days? Wave at me, right? Again, most people. What's the point I'm trying to make here, guys? We're not the only ones who are waving, saying, I ordered Amazon, the whole entire globe. Their lives have been made better through the place of convenience, through the place of option, through the place of it's a little cheaper here, or maybe you're willing to pay 10 cents or 50 cents more to where you don't have to go to Target or Walmart. And then how many times have you ordered and you didn't even remember and you show up at the house, you're like, what's this box? Who ordered something? What in the every single one of us. But guys, the punchline is this. Why has Amazon done so well? Because they have exchanged value with so many people and all of our lives have been made easier through the place of convenience, through the place of whatever, a product or a service that we purchase from them. And it's the same thing goes for all of your favorite businesses, guys. So all of this to say, you've got to become okay with selling because selling is serving. I recently had a friend come up and, uh, and give me a call. They were in a little bit of a pickle and they needed some money very quickly. And they're asking me for advice. What should I do? And I literally told them, you need to sell your way out of this. And they were like, ah, oh, man, I just, I'm not really much of a salesperson. And I said, well, don't call yourself an entrepreneur if you're not going to be okay with sales. Like you've got to become okay with sales. And they were like, ah, you're right, you're right. And I said, look, you have this amazing thing you can sell. It was a digital product. You have this amazing thing you can sell. You should sell this thing. And don't be embarrassed to make the offer, market to people, and then make and close the sale. Don't be embarrassed. Guys, he called me two days later and he had made $20,000 in two days because he was willing to say, I believe that what God has put in me is worth it. I believe I'm worth it. I believe the, the value I can provide for them is worth it. They got on the phone, made some sales, boom. And instantly that pickle, he was out of it, okay? So real quick, if you guys want to make your first or your next $100,000 this year in your business, then you've got to pull these three levers. You've got to get good with an offer. You've got to get good with marketing and you've got to become okay with sales. If you guys do these three things this year, your business is going to go to the next level.